All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here, Voice of Christian Israel, Eurofolk Radio, February 28, 2021. Been kind of hectic here. Uh, I can't get through to Pastor Martins, who is not at his home. He is visiting friends, and apparently they don't have adequate... Uh, yeah, too cold in Africa. It's cold here. It's cold everywhere. Global warming. Global warming means it gets colder everywhere. Anyway, uh, not able to get through to him. And so uh, you know, we'll probably have to wait till next week when he does get back home. So anyway, oh, wait a minute. He's trying to call in. We'll see. Okay. All right. Pastor Martins. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry, right. Pastor. There was, um, I think, just a bit of a cup on the network because um, I couldn't move anything except those items on my computer, which uh, uh, did not connect to the internet. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, okay. So, uh, so I, I guess you're going wireless at the moment, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Correct. All right. Well, uh, your, your sound is a little scratchy and a bit boomy, but uh, it's understandable. So, very good. All right, and so um, the uh, item I sent you, and here, let me share this with the uh, people in the chat room, is it's kind of old news about the uh, impl uh, implants into our bodies, but it uh, definitely proves that there has been, a, for a long, long time, a plan to inject things into our bodies <laughs> that the, the global governance people can use to control us, keep track of us, uh, uh, keep our records. You know, it's not like we don't have that already with credit cards, right? They can track every movement that we have with credit cards. And I'm sure the same thing is true in South Africa. I, I, I wonder, is any, are there any transactions being done in cash anymore in South Africa? Pastor, yes, cash is still king in South Africa to, uh, or for many people. Uh, I am of the opinion that we are on the air at the moment, so I just wanted yes. to say good evening to all our listeners and also to you. Yes, uh, thank Yes, Pastor, um, there is definitely still a lot of cash, uh, but uh, as I was saying, um, when we returned from George, uh, I was saying to... Um, one of our members of our congregation and to Bernice that um, it is very evident that the uh, move is towards draining the pool of available funds within the public um, domain. Uh -huh. In other words, um, what we're seeing is that, um, for example, fuel prices are escalating way beyond what many people will be able to afford. Electricity okay. prices have escalated, I think, on the 1st of March, which is, um, of course, uh, which is uh, the day after tomorrow. Right. The uh, fuel prices yeah. are escalated. The the power utility, which, of course, is a parastatal, that is escalated by 16%. And... Um, food prices, items that as little as uh, three f to four months ago uh, cost, for example, um, under 30 rand uh, is now way beyond 40 rand. Okay. Uh, items, items, for example, like sugar. 
Sugar has become extremely expensive in South Africa. One would think that it's um, a, a that you could make, uh, for example, alcohol-based drinks out of it because everything that seems to be related to the brewing of alcohol uh, is escalated. Even pineapples, pineapples, because during one of the lockdowns when um, booze was also uh, targeted for um, uh, well, as a no-go for during the lockdown period. Okay. People started buying pineapples and started bringing their own um, alcohol, <laughs> alcoholic P- drinks. P- with pineapple whiskey, huh? Pineapples. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet uh, the economics analysts say, well, there's there's no inflation. You know, where's the inflation? Well, it's it's obvious in the prices, commodities, foods, and other things that uh, we're going through a price escalation for the last several years. Uh, of course, the, the the this would include you know, going away from cash towards electronic money, uh, yes. which cannot be traced. So they're exactly. free to expand the money supply, and we have no way of tracing how, how it's happening, right? Uh, back to you. Yeah. Pastor, yes, um, on a broader scale, what we're seeing also is that um, people are getting um, compelled, they are being compelled to take the vaccine to be able to work. Wow. Um, and that is that is now already a reality in South Africa with um, some of my friends having accepted the vaccine. Uh, to my utter amazement, because um, it, it is people... These are individuals who are aware of the the dangers of the vaccine, that the vaccine is, in fact, nothing other than a preparation for cre- the creation of a false a third or a fourth wave. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's evident that the vaccines have, um, have, have components in them which go beyond what is good for the body, mercury and uh, uh, all, all these other heavy yeah, aluminum, metals. And yeah, yeah, all kinds of formaldehyde. Uh, the list of ingredients is deadly. Mm, yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, also the DNA modifiers which they Im- Im- import or that they also inject into people's bodies. Now, uh, I stand firm on this they could rather put a um, nine millimeter to my head <laughs> uh, than give me an injection right right well it's interesting because uh, uh, I, I did a show about this last night on restoration hour and how the uh, the, the, the uh, in, well inmates yeah the the uh, patients in nursing homes are being ejected against their will and uh, many, uh, it looks like about up to 40% of the people being ejected, injected are dying within several days, sometimes within several hours. And yeah. then they simply deny that there's any connection to the injection and the death. They yes, simply Pastor, yeah. I don't know whether I, uh, I'm not sure whether I actually mentioned this, but uh, uh, taken on a one-to-one basis, um the, the eugenics, of course, whom are the Kenites and the Edomites, mm-hmm. they are 
they are claiming that the world is overpopulated. Right. Is this yeah. not in a total contrast or total contradiction when you look at the scriptures and you see that Father Yahweh gave his um, instruction to Adam and Eve to go forward and to yeah. reproduce and to multiply and to fold the earth. Yep. And Good. if you take all the people on the on this planet, which is perhaps seven and a half billion people, if you take all the people on the planet and you transport them to Australia and you grant to every person on this planet, which has now been populated or rather migrated to Australia, and you grant each one of those a square kilometer, mm -hmm. in which they can do just as they like. That is their square kilometer. Okay. Over a third of Australia will be unpopulated and so also the rest of the globe. Right. Oh, totally of unpopulated. Yeah, yeah. Which, but, which uh, means that... Yeah, it'll be, it'll be which, desert, but it'll be okay. <laughs> right. But, but yeah. which means that this earth is not overpopulated. It is over-Edomited. Yeah, there you go. Because the, right. the Edomites... Okay. Uh, something that I something that I posted on on Facebook earlier today, I stated that fact check these fact checkers, they are in fact counter truth propagators. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're be, fact be, deniers. Be, <laughs> fact deniers. Yes. Be, because um, I'm I'm listening to, for example. A video which was recorded with this Edomite Kazarian uh, called Fauci, Dr. Fauci. Right. Wherein which he states, for example, he totally contradicts himself from the one sentence to the next. Mm -hmm. The one moment he says everybody needs to take the vaccine and the question is posed to, posed to him, why is it then necessary to wear the mask if we're vaccinated against and then he starts dribbling on various other issues. And he says that, no, we need to wear the mask to prevent from being vaccinated, from being, um, uh, from being reinfected yeah. with the vaccine. So what is the purpose of the vaccine then? Right. It doesn't Pastor, work, it does is it? All, <laughs> it right. is not about the it's not nothing about the coronavirus. The coronavirus is merely the vehicle in which they have created a mutation which is worse than previous years. And mm -hmm. that mutation that is worse than previous years that they mutated, they created that mutation. They are now using that to create a pandemic yes. whereby they subjugate all the sheeple that are not cognitive of what is really going on, what is the agenda, what is the conspiracy that had been conspired over the past 40 generations yeah. by these Edomites, because on every issue they have uh, attempted to, um, to, to hijack the identity of Jacob. On every issue, they have attempted to annihilate and genocide the, the, the descendants of the house of Jacob. Yeah, amen. And people don't realize this. They have con contorted the history 
in their favor. And they are dabbling with that contorted history and people believe it. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's it's amazing how uh, gullible people are and to not, uh, to not question the, fa- the fact that there's no science. There's absolutely no science behind vaccination. There's no follow-up studies to prove that they're safe or effective. And yet they simply believe the mass media and, of course, Big Pharma when they say, no, 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 vaccines are safe, they're necessary, uh, you wouldn't be healthy. <laughs> We'd all have smallpox if it weren't for vaccines. That's basically what they tell us. Right? Uh, Pastor, throughout the, the history of this planet, over the past 6,024 years of the existence or since the day of creation, right. it is very evident that the diseases do come in cycles, and they have come in cycles throughout history. Yes. And this this cycling of the, and it's not because of the overpopulation of the earth. There are many other factors associated with it. But they, they don't want the science to be drawn into the, um, to actually investigate this because they know once science, true science, is utilized to investigate this phenomenon. Mm-hmm. They, you will find that they will lose the ground on which they can propagate their lies and deception right. and also their, their deceit. Yeah. yeah well, that's why they never have any public debates on, on exactly. these issues. Right, yeah, on vaccines, on uh, event 201, etc., etc. So it's all authoritarianism. It's plain, old-fashioned authoritarianism. You do what we tell you, yet we're, we're talking about unelected, uh, I don't know if, if I want to say Bill Gates is an official, <laughs> unelected bureaucrats, unelected corporate, uh, quasi-governmental corporate heads. Yeah. Plutocrats. There you go. They belong on Pluto. <laughs> we need to yes. put them on a spaceship and blast spaceship. them off to to Pluto, and let it crash land there. This is uh, it's uh, it's outrageous what's happening in the Absolutely. world today. Absolutely outrageous. And, yeah. And this has been propagated by the elitists over the past um, generations. I I, right. I I think I can go back at about thirty generations. Um, that this this uh, uh, um, conspiracy against uh, the people of the world and in particular against the House of Jacob had been uh, orchestrated and playing out. Yes. But what they're forgetting, Pastor, is, and this is such a definite thing, if I look at the prophecies regarding uh, Father Yahweh's, uh, the way in which he uh, actually... Uh, had his prophets had his prophets inspired to speak against Edom and the Edomites and Esau, and if you look at these prophecies, knowing that these prophecies are as we're speaking, they are busy playing out. The, the book of Obadiah is busy playing out against these Edomites. Yes, but it is. But they, what they don't realize is that the very people that they have been targeting over the past. 30, 40, 45 generations have now started awakening up to their evil uh, viper seed deeds. Right. I mean, uh, Yeshua himself had called the 
Edomite Pharisees, he called them the seed of the viper, the uh, children of the Satan. Yes, of the, the devil. The Amen. father of lies. And he, he said that they are lying just as their father, the father of lies. And this is so true. And I can understand. In fact, I've stated on Facebook a number of times, or uh, not just on Facebook, on my other um, uh, uh, social media platforms as well, that I can understand fully why Father Yahweh says, in particular, the only nation or the only, um, uh, what People? can I call them? They, they, because they have interpreted with... <laughs> They have interbred with every race on this planet. This right. particular um, race of interbreeding of yeah, uh, deception and lies. Yeah, paras they, a parasitic they, breed. That's what they are. Human, yeah, human parasites. Yep. I can fully understand why Father Yahweh says he hates Esau. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then there are still people that oppose me. Of course, the churchgoers, they are very confident that Father Yahweh, in fact, as they call him, the Lord loves everybody. Yeah, Jesus right. loves everybody. Yeah, that's what and, they say. Which is a total deception because uh, if, if you go and look at uh, what, what the Messiah had actually prophesied, he said one will be... There will be two in bed. One will be accepted and the other one will be left. There will be two in the, in the um, what do you call it, in the in the, oh, in the field. In the field, right. In the field. And one will be left. And what does that state? Why does he say, even with those that are expecting his return, in the parable of the um, ten uh, virgins, mm -hmm. five, five were accepted and well, all ten had um, had their lamps burning. All right. ten had been closed, ready for the arrival of the groom. Right. Yet, when it came to the time, it was only the five that had sufficient oil that yes. were ready for the re return. What happens to the other five? They well, were Pastor, rejected. You're supposed to be kind and nice and generous and give oil, your oil, to those that never saved up. Right? Well, Pastor, not just those that did not save up. What about those that don't have the wedding garments on? Those oh, that were not prepared. Right? Uh, and they, they never even heard of Jesus. Yeah, sure. Who's that? Right? Are they supposed to be at the wedding too? Pastor, even by knowing about the, the Messiah, they still reject him in their actions because they don't have a fellowship with Father Yahweh's scriptures. They have a fellowship with the Domini or the pastor or they have a fellowship with the congregation or with the church, mm -hmm. the, the Judeo-Christian church. But they don't have a fellowship with the Father. They don't. That's right. When they, when they find they don't understand something that the Domini says from the pulpit, what they do is they go and Google what he said. And they're happy with the first answer that Google gives them. But they don't fellowship with the writer, the author of the book. They don't spend time on their knees on, right. in tears, knowing that Father Yahweh 
reveals his truth to those that seek him. Yes, yes. Well, here, uh, uh, your uh, narrative has reminded me of Psalm 83, and I'll, I'll quote, uh, because, and you already mentioned Edom, but it says here, this is a song or psalm of Asaph. Keep thou not silence, O Elohim, hold not thy peace, and be not still, O El. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. This is very similar to the parable of the wheat and the tares. Uh, Let the the tares grow up with with the wheat so uh, we can identify who the tares are because their black heads will stand out amongst the, 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 uh, uh, how should I put it, the blonde-haired or or, uh, brunette hair of the Israelites, so you can easily tell the difference between the two, okay? But it says here in verse 3, They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted Mm -hmm. against thy hidden ones. Now, I would say to everybody listening, the Jews aren't hidden. Exactly. They are totally exposed in every portal, in every... um platform they are exposed yes and they brag about it you know they say okay so who well who is consulting against them they have said come and let us cut them off from being a nation guess what folks that's what they're trying to do right now with the needle Well, they they orchestrated the Anglo-Boer Wars, they orchestrated the World Wars, and now they're orchestrating a global genocide against humanity. Yes. Amen. What I cannot cannot understand, Pastor, is that there are so many doctors, um, physicians across the globe who have uh, joined together. They have um, uh, actually um, made... Public statements giving the scientific facts about these vaccinations and about right. the the fact that there is no uh, the COVID nineteen uh, uh, um, has not been proven to exist even yeah it, no... it has not been proven to exist they cannot isolate it mm-hmm. they can isolate the the results of it but they cannot isolate the yeah, right. that particular the genome. They have not isolated the genome, the sequence of DNA that supposedly represents COVID-19. They've never done it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they're exploiting, they they actually riding a ghost bus right. for the purpose uh-huh. of distributing, not just distributing, but enforcing people to, in, to be injected with the right. gunk. Yeah. So... Uh, so people think they've gotten on the rapture bus, but it's actually a trip to the twilight zone. <laughs> right? In a ghost bus. Oh, in a ghost bus. Oh, man. Uh, enjoy the trip. <laughs> enjoy the trip. Okay. Because, of the, because yep. of the vaccine, or rather, if the, the um, uh, if COVID cannot be identified or cannot be isolated in a laboratory, where is it going to be isolated? Nowhere. Yeah. Right, because right, in our minds, in our imaginations, and right? in our fears, in our because fears. they fear mongering, they actually war mongering, um, but on a different level than mm. they had done in the first and second Anglo, uh, sorry, in the first oh, right. and second World Wars. Uh, yeah. Sorry, 
a world wars. Yes, yes, that that's absolutely correct. And uh, I, I have remarked many times that the strategy employed by the Rothschilds against us, using this fear mongering tactic of pretending yeah. that there's uh, this non-existent disease. Uh, I mean, it's an absolute genius. It's diabolical genius that they came up yes. with this. Because, for example, here in America, they have been trying to do away with the Second Amendment for decades. Uh, since the 1950s, yes. I think, the anti-gun uh, you know, um, agitation by the Edomites uh, began and still continues to this day. However, they, uh, uh, during all that time, they have been unable to uh, illegalize, illegalize gun ownership, they have been able to, unable to do so. Okay, yes. So, and yes. I think they realize all their false flags, uh, the hundreds, if not thousands, of false flags that uh, blamed uh, on the Second Amendment have not worked. So they decided exactly. they have to try a different strategy. Well, let's yeah. use our own gun. It's called a hypodermic needle. Yes. Pastor, I wanted to know, if have you seen, for example, like we have seen in South Africa where uh, South African state president or South African president um, was, uh, they had taken on a video where he was so-calledly injected with a vaccine, but there was no hypodermic needle attached to the <laughs> syringe. The invisible needle, right? <laughs> But oh these, yeah, these are. Yeah. But the the people or the sheeple who don't look into what is being done, if they don't suspect this um, this um, uh, agenda, they fall hook, line, and sinker for the deceptions of the right. Edomites. Right. Like they well, have been doing for the yeah. past forty-five generations. Yes. And longer. Yeah, and on the other hand, uh, on the other side of the coin, we have all these physicians the world over who are simply towing the line, spouting the same propaganda as Bill Gates, Fauci, uh, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, Big Pharma, etc. Well, uh, how many of these people are sim have simply become mercenaries for Big Pharma and have no sympathy and no regard for the pain and suffering of the people they're injecting these poisons into. I mean, how many of there's those money, people? Yeah. There's money to be made, Pastor. They, uh, in exactly the same way as these Edomites have uh, translated the scriptures so that they can create a, a, a merchandise. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at all the English translations of the scriptures, you will find that each translation or so-called translation has this to say about this particular part of Scripture, and then they have deception in another part. Yeah. Um, this is something that I've seen so clearly. I don't know if you realize that, for example, um, the Scripture that says, For unto us a son is given, unto us a child is born. Mm -hmm. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty, yeah. Mighty Savior. Yes, right. Yeah. But then they insert Almighty Father. Oh, how can the Son be the Father? <laughs> okay, can which translation is? Yeah, sure. That yeah, because that 
that Almighty Father or everlasting Father is never in the original scriptures, okay. but it was inserted for the for the sake of transforming or to yeah. actually have the Almighty Father Yahweh to be the yeah. one that died on the cross. Right, right. And there well, is a very there is a very subtle. Oh, yeah. um, foundation that is lay, laying the foundation for a very subtle deception in the time yet to come. Right. Because oh. remember, you, they cannot, they cannot artificially create the Almighty Father who is invisible, unseen. Mm -hmm. So they must. And remember that even Yeshua said that uh, he should not be worshipped, but that they should worship the Almighty Father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our Father who so, art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It, right, yep. Exactly, but but on various occasions when people wanted to worship, he directed or he redirected the worship to the Father. Right. He, he, and and now, how, do, how can the Edomites recreate artificially the Almighty Father so that he can be worshipped in the third temple yeah. with or as... The anti-Messiah. Right. So what they're doing is they they uniting the Father with the Son, and they have people believe that the Father is the Son that was crucified, and the, the, this particular agenda is is translated into the scriptures at various occasions. Sure. sure. And and the original scripture does not mention that. Well, the original yeah, that... scripture draws a clear distinction between the Father and the Son. Amen. That is why absolutely why we also see in, in uh, Genesis yeah. 1 verse 1, it yeah. says that Bereshit bara Elohim. In other words, in the beginning, the fullness of the Godhead created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, well, I think... I think the original intent and the, the why these verses have been added, and uh, you know, there's uh, verses in in Mark and other places that uh, the Catholic Church had uh, decided to teach the Trinity. Okay, and even though the Trinity is implied in the Scripture, there is no teaching that says you must believe in uh, you know, these three gods, the three gods in one concept that the Catholic Church teaches, okay? It does teach the exactly. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, okay? Yes. So uh, they added verses to make it seem like, uh, well, this verse says, see, well, all three are contained in this verse, and all three are contained in that verse. But uh, yes. I think there's actually only one verse in Scripture where all three are found together in in one verse in one place at a time, and that's uh, the baptism of uh, Yahshua by John. Uh, Pastor, yes, but then they are still manifesting as three individual um, individuals oh, yeah. or, or entities, yes. persons. Because yes. Father Yahweh no speaks from heaven, Yeshua rises out of the water, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. ruach comes down in the form of a dove. Right. So exactly, but. but but there are many places, like in the creation, uh, Genesis 1 verse 1, um, the scripture clearly says that the fullness of the Godhead created. Mm -hmm. And that is why John, in John chapter 1 verse, uh, from verse 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with Elohim, and the Word was Elohim. Elohim. Right. 
and mm-hmm. that Elohim is part of the Godhead, not that's, that's um, a God, but yes. But, uh, and and then John goes on to say that uh, nothing came to be without Him. Mm-hmm. And so it is true that because Yeshua was part of the creation, Yeshua was present at the Mount of Horeb, yeah. the the Mount of Sinai. Right. Uh, Yeshua yeah, yeah. was present when, when at the creation um, of the world. At, <laughs> right. But but was present at the um, meeting with Moses at the burning bush. Okay. So Yeshua was, but but there are fifty-seven times. It is so that 57 times in Scripture, Scriptures refer to or use the word Eloah, mm-hmm. which means that it is a singular entity right. in which either the Father or the Son manifests. And most of these occur in the book of Job. Okay. But in the book of Job, I think it is Job, um, or oh, I've forgotten the exact verse. In the book of Job, there is a at least one verse where the word Elohim and Eloah mm-hmm. are used in the same verse. Right. So it is very evident that the, um, the the use of the word Elohim was not a, a insertion by somebody who had a, uh, yeah. a devilish... Right. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Well, actually, uh, Psalm because... 83, 1, which I just quoted a bit earlier, uh, let me repeat it. Keep not thou silence, O Elohim, that's Hebrew number 430, hold not thy peace, yes. and be not still, O God, which is El. Oh, <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. It's two different words. So, yeah, one is taken singularly, one is taken uh, compoundly. It's a compound noun. Elohim is exactly a that now. the yes. compound one. Um, wherever it, the compound one is used in Scripture, it always refers to the fullness mm-hmm. of the Godhead, if I can call it that. Yes, yeah, and that's the expression Paul uses. Although uh, the word Godhead is pretty much undefined uh, by the theologians, uh, there's all kinds yeah. of disputation of what that's supposed to mean. But it certainly means the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and but since it also includes Elohim, it is the 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 beings, the uh, uh, the, the angels and uh, entities that helped Yahweh create the, the world. Of <laughs> Yahweh create the world, as it says exactly. in Genesis chapter two. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, all these intelligent beings that that live in the spirit world, not necessarily this world. Okay. Yes, but boss, there's something else which they do, is they um, exploit the word yachat, which is a very complex word. It's not just simplistic one. Okay. As as uh, you mentioned about the Roman Catholic Church, pastor, the Calvinists are even whatever the Roman Catholics did, um, in, in 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 a simplistic way, the Calvinists went and they. Complicated it, <laughs> overcomplicated it, and yeah. overexploited it. Okay, um, because the the actual difference between Roman Catholicism and uh, Calvinism, Calvinism is Roman Catholicism focuses on uh, the the physical or the worship of the physical um, 
which in, includes the worship of humans, men, because they are being um, sainted. And the Calvinists have taken it one step further. They take it into the, the background because they still worship exactly the same deities or the false deities that the Roman Catholic does. Because they also have, for example, pictures of the sun um, emanating from mm -hmm. Yeshua's head or Jesus' head. Okay. <laughs> because I, I, I still believe that the, the persons, the, the Jesus person and the Yeshua person are two different entities. The one is a false entity and the other one is a true entity. The one is sure. uh, 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 follows the Father, Yahweh. The other one uh, follows his own um, yeah. uh, script, right. so to speak, created by Caesar. Yeah, um, the, the, false, the false Christ. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, exactly. There's still plenty of those around. Well, well, this uh, this controversy actually, uh, you know, Michael and I did a show about this last Sunday, uh, Marcion was one of those who taught that uh, Jesus was a mere person, okay, and did not have a divine, uh, you know, a character or a divine side yeah. to his being. And uh, it just goes to show that anybody could take Scripture and say anything they want about it and pretend to be a teacher <laughs> and roam around the countryside and collect a bunch of followers, right? I mean, yes. how many religions like that are there? Thousands. Well, right? Pastor, within, the, within Christianity, 44, more than 44,000 different <laughs> denominations. Right, okay. And, and many, of, many of those uh, follow their own translations of the scriptures, which um, oh, yeah. th they don't care what was written in the original Hebrew text. What they care about is what follows their and what right. suits their agendas. Right. Yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses are a perfect example of that. You know, they, they have they're in a world of uh, pseudo scripture unto themselves, right? Well, yeah. Pastor, the, the the Calvinism is rife with that. Okay. Yes. Rife. Um, something that uh, I also wanted to mention is that um, uh, there's going to be a lot of surprises very soon. Uh, oh, something else I wanted to say, Pastor, I'm busy with the translation of. Um, the the material on the uh, true what we call the creation calendar. Okay. I know I've mentioned it before. I'm busy with the translation of that, okay. so that you will be able to um, follow and see how the Edomites have infected right um, the 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 yeasted even the calendar, the sure. scriptural calendar. Surely. Yeah, yeah. And well, the Talmudists have uh, monkeyed with the with the uh, Hebrew calendars a uh, big time, big time. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what, one of their favorite pranks. Me, yeah. What amazes me, Pastor, is uh, at this particular point where I'm sitting, um, the the network holding the way it does because you sound as if you right in in yeah, the car it, next to me it, where it, I'm sitting. Yeah, it sounds a little echoey, but it's very clear. So uh, I'm surprised. Most probably because I'm in the car. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah. And so uh, getting back to uh, Psalm 80, 83, and 
for speaking of the Edomites here, there's no doubt this is about talking about Edom. For they have consulted yes. together with one consent. They are confederate against thee, thee being Israel, okay? The tabernacles of Edom and the Ishmaelites of Moab and uh, Hagarines, which I'm not sure who those are. Let me see, Hagarine. Uh, Hagrite, or a member of a certain Arabian clan. Uh, oh, okay, maybe uh, yeah. descendants of Hagar, Hagarines. I hadn't uh, really Hagarines, noticed. Yes, yeah, that it could be. Like it. Yeah, it could be what that is. And uh, eighty-three, verse seven: Gebal and Ammon and Amalek, the Philistines, with the inhabitants of Tyre. Well, guess what, Pastor? They are still confederate against us today. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly, Pastor. Yes. Yeah. And Asher, also, you know, the Assyrians. The Assyrians yes. uh, were at one time related to us, but they, they went so far uh, in their pagan ways and their violent, warlike ways that they might as well have been enemies to us forever. Asher yes. also is joined with them. They have Hulpen, the children of Lot, Selah. Do unto them as unto the Midianites, as to Caesarea, as to Jabin, yes. at the brook of Kisan. Caesarea was the uh, Canaanite, I believe it was a Canaanite, general, whose head was cut off by Judith, if I'm not mistaken. One of the great yes. women of Israel. <laughs> right? Yeah, yes. we, we, we need to have some of that going on these days, right? Because uh, if our people don't defend ourselves against this enemy, which is yeah. so clever, so subtle, and working behind the scenes, pretending to be our friend, oh, here, I have medicine for you. It's going to make you well. Don't believe it, Israel. Exactly. Right? Pastor, what I wanted to say um, also is... Um, um, on the farm where we live, uh, there are a number of sheep. And by watching these sheep, I learned so much about what the Messiah had said about his sheep and the sheep in his flock. Mm -hmm. um, but something that I also wanted to say, which is very important, um, we have certain or we have various pastures on the farm. And the, the pastures are separated by virtue of gates. Okay. Now, so many of, of the sheep of Father Yahweh, uh, even when he says to them, don't go past that gate, the gate is open, don't go past that gate, they still go beyond that gate. They, they cannot, they, they mm -hmm. are Curiosity. dumbfounded. <laughs> right. In the... The conceitedness, yeah. because conceitedness rejects Father Yahweh's instructions. Well, that grass looks greener because it hasn't been eaten down to the ground by other sheep yet, right? So, exactly. hey, that, gra that grass is greener. <laughs> and, yes. and, the, and the the owner of these sheep, he decides where the sheep are going to feed yeah. for that particular day. So he... He leads them, he leads his sheep into that particular pasture. That's right. And then he closes the gate behind them so that they don't go back where they right. were feeding yesterday and the day before that. And, and so many of our people, so many of our people 
don't heed to the fact that Father Yahweh closes gates behind us mm -hmm. because he wants us, he wants to lead us to greener pastures or perhaps even to the desert so that we can learn because right. there's, there's always an instruction. Father Yahweh actually says that he took his people into the desert. Mm -hmm. Hello? Uh, uh oh they they don't oh you're back okay. they don't have they don't have uh, beautiful cars and they don't have large ma ma mansions they think oh uh they they that that is because they not on the right track with father Yahweh. right yeah. but that <laughs> is but that is exactly the way in which he instructs us and he well, instructs yeah. us as individuals as well as as nations. Amen. Amen. Yeah, uh, we have to keep our community, our Israelite communities alive and flourishing. And uh, that's what you're doing in yeah. South Africa. We have many Christian Israel congregations here in America that uh, some are totally independent. Uh, most of them do work with each other to a great extent. But even here, you know, we have uh, one particular flock does not believe 100% the same way as the mm -hmm. other flock, but that's okay. You know, uh, they, that's okay. Uh, yeah, they love the brethren. Uh, they do not do any harm to one another. And uh, when, when the time comes for us to unify against the enemy, we will do it. Okay? Yes, that, and in, yes. in the process of differing from one another, Father Yahweh always raises somebody to give that message through. Uh, I mean, uh, Isaiah and Jeremiah were two prophets within the same period of time. Mm -hmm. And then came Daniel. Uh, and it's very important for us to note and to take heed, not just to the one prophet, but also to the other prophet, because one, the one prophet has certain revelations from Father Yahweh. And mm -hmm. the next prophet has certain revelations from Father Yahweh, which does not necessarily coincide with the, the, the revelations that Father Yahweh gives the, to the first prophet. But it is so important that we take heed to what each individual prophet says. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, you know, the, the message is integrated from one prophet to another, but, uh, exactly. you know, they, they all have more specific, uh, you know, Jeremiah was uh, speaking to the uh, Israelites in Jerusalem, uh, warning them yes. of the catastrophe to come. They didn't pay heed to him, and so the catastrophe came, right? Okay. And, and yeah. Daniel speaks about... The, well, in the, that particular present, he spoke about the future because he had the visitation from the angel by the river. In right. fact, the two angels by the river. Mm -hmm. And these angels mm -hmm. revealed to him what was yet to come in the 70 weeks of the yes. um, prophecies of Daniel. Amen. And if, in fact, those, those prophecies in Daniel 12 is what we're experiencing today. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, there was a prophecy of the 490 years, which was fulfilled in Messiah back then. Yes. But then uh, toward the end of the book, it says, uh, uh, this book will not be understood until the very end. <laughs> yeah, Incorrect. So, seal it up until the end, uh, then we will understand it. And wow, you know, we are definitely experiencing, you know, the, the knowledge shall increase. Boy, has yes. it increased. Okay, so. and and 
uh, even so in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 28, 29, 30, spells out so much about the history. Father Yahweh giving his, his particular blessings to the obedience to his laws and his instructions and his um, uh, his, his uh, um, yeah. uh, oh my uh, commandments. Right. And then he also gives in the latter part of uh, Deuteronomy 28 he gives the curses that will become or that will uh, be, be, be become the the experience of his people if they right. should disobey mm-hmm. and then yes in Deuteronomy 30 it starts off but if my people humble themselves and they uh, repent then that he will gather them back into his fold which was so important for the people to know yes but uh, it's just wonderful that already from the book of genesis Gen- genesis 38 uh, father yahweh gives unto moses that which is occurring today in the blessings in which jacob blessed his sons right the prophecies that he spoke over his sons yes yes yeah yeah so um uh, uh, yeah, speaking of that, let me quote uh, uh, Jeremiah 30, uh, verse 14. Uh, speaking of the Israelites who have gone with other lovers, okay, mm. all thy lovers have forgotten thee. They seek thee not. That's uh, it, kind of like where we're at today. The Christian Israelites, well, let me put it this way, the Judeo-Christian Israelites, okay, those of our people who practice Judeo-Christianity, uh, they, they think they have these lovers called Arabs and Jews and uh, you know, who knows what, what else, you know, is invited into their churches. No, we're not supposed to uh, associate with those people. Okay, yes. and Yahweh says, "For I have wounded thee with the wound of an enemy, the chastisement yes. of a cruel one, for the multitude of thine iniquity, because thy yes. sins were increased." Okay, yes. uh, but they don't believe they're sinning because they don't believe the law applies anymore. I have a well, feeling. Pastor, Go ahead. Yep. In twenty nineteen, um, we spoke about it uh, extensively. In 2019, when Father Yahweh revealed to me the sins of the fathers, that were um, that that uh, uh, was visited upon the children of the third and the fourth generations, which people don't realize that those sins that uh, the fathers of the people, the fathers of the nation, the mm-hmm. fathers of the uh, the, yeah, it's the national uh, I, I like to use. Yeah, I like to use the word folk. It, it's uh, sure. it's a word that is is not uh, that readily translated into English, but Father Yahweh deals with the the descendants of the leaders of the folk mm-hmm. on their third and fourth, but also on the very first generation. They, he also does because it says in Scripture right. that he visits the sins of the fathers in the children and the children's children. In the and in the third and fourth generations, right, and this is so true. Um, well, it is not always it's not always evident when yes. it is three or four or the third generation or the fourth right. generation, but in the very next generation, 
it becomes very clear and evident. And that is what we've seen with the Bura. Yeah. The Boers, for example, the sins of the fathers. I can isolate and identify the sins of, for example, President Paul Kruger. Mm -hmm. And exactly 10 years later, that sins are visited by the Almighty Father on the descendants of the people. Right. And Absolutely. I, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because that's why the national humbling that uh, you know the uh, you know the process you have instituted in South Africa uh, is yeah. an absolute importance. We we have to we have our own personal sins to deal with, but we yeah. must also recognize that we are a corporate body, and that as a corporate yes. body we need to straighten up and return to His laws, and not behave. You know, because there is such a thing as uh, oh well. For lack of the word, a uh, better word, jingoism, where you know, yes. just because I'm a member of a group and because I belong to this group, irrespective of whether I obey Yahweh's laws, you know, there, there's a yes. certain pride, there's a certain uh, you know, uh, element of arrogance there. Okay, well, we're not supposed Pastor, to have that. Go ahead. And that is rife amongst the Boers because mm. uh, so many of the Boers follow exactly in the same or in the footsteps of President Paul Kruger. After the uh, total uh, thwarting of the British Empire or the British old British okay. military might right. that visited South Africa at the time in the First Anglo-Boer War, mm -hmm. President Paul Kruger deemed himself as the president or the leader of a Boer people that are, um, I'm failing to get the right word, but that are infallible or right in, right yeah don't need in other words they don't need yahweh uh you know because exactly right okay so but and here was, yeah uh, real quickly was, yeah, here's what and, paul and says that, about this but if yes. ye be without chastisement speaking uh to us israelites whereof yes. all are partakers then ye are bastards and not sons Okay, so, so we have to accept the chastisement of the Father, yeah, and even though we may, I individually may not have partaken of a particular sin that my next door Israelite did, nevertheless, you know, because yes, a, well, Jesus took upon our sins upon Himself, and that's called yes. brotherly love, right? So we help each other out. Back to you. Uh, Pastor, yes, um, uh, what is also important is that so many people still believe that President Paul Kruger was the epitome of true leadership, which mm. was an absolute failure mm. because he was so in with the Edomite Jews <laughs> that the Edomite Jews orchestrated him to yeah. be re-elected as the president yeah. for, on, on four on, on four occasions or four terms, mm -hmm. which, uh, of course, led to the demise of the Boer people and also right. exactly 10 years. Well, so, something else which it's, he did. It is still, still often, something it's hard for me to believe that he would be so in with the Edomites. I think it was Alfred Beit. Wasn't, uh, wasn't yes. he friends with Alfred Beit, the, the and Jewish? Sammy Marx and Sammy Okay. Yes. And, <laughs> Amazing. Um, somebody said to me that um, President Paul Kruger was also Freemason. Ooh. Now, I, I yet need to find evidence of that, but he was very in with the Freemasons. Okay. Because he orchestrated so many things in their total favor. 
Right, right. That that's just and simply course, amazing to me because he's considered the father of the Boer people. Well, I, I guess it's also symbolic of the fact that the churches have made common cause with the Edomites as well. Okay, exactly. that's something we must absolutely guard against. Cannot and, allow and that to so happen. So many, so many people don't realize the moment that you're iconizing um, mm. a, a, a human individual. Right. That very same moment, you're already laying the the um, the mud under his feet, <laughs> right. under his feet. Yep. Because right. he, he's a fallible individual. Yes. And. Um, yeah. President Paul Kruger was iconized by so many people as being this upright man, and mm -hmm. he was so spiritual, but he was so uh, mm -hmm. uh, compromised. Actually, it, was it turned out he was compromised. not just compromised, Pastor, but he, he, he was so um, conceited in his own belief system. I see. If, if somebody opposed him in the in the in the Bura, Bura Parliament, yeah. okay, if, if he didn't like what he heard. He would actually mm -hmm. pack up his his bag and walk out, wow. leaving the everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty so, arrogant. Yeah, absolute arrogance. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah. uh, of course, uh, making appointments outside, or very important appointments of very important positions. People putting people into positions, Who are not and boars. then three three or four days later, he changes his mind and he ah. doesn't even notify the first one that was appointed <laughs> that he is now being he's replaced fickle. by somebody that he, he's fickle on top of it. Wow. Replaced, what was he drinking? <laughs> by, no, not All drinking, Pastor. Right. He, he was, um, the Jews came to him and said to him they don't like the, uh, uh, the head of the police okay. in Potsdam. Here's some money. Change it. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Pastor, tremendous revelations about South Africa today. Thank you for your input. Uh, and uh, we're just about out of time. So, Pastor Martins, uh, let's continue with this humbling, this national humbling that we in uh, uh, yes. Christian Israel need to do. Thanks for listening, everybody. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. See you thank all you, next time. And thank you, Pastor Martins. Thank you and praise, praise Yahweh. Yahweh. Okay. Yeah.